All right, everyone, welcome to another special episode of Smile You're On Camera, hosted by yours, by yours truly, Lorenzo Smith, coming live from L.A. Today we have another special guest, um, a friend of the show, very special guy, Roy Lenzo, coming from New Jersey. Roy, go ahead, introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers. What's going on? Uh, Roy Lenzo, um, actually from Long Island. Um, my bad, my bad. I know, you're good, you're good. Uh yeah, pretty much like producer, engineer, um, out of New York, now out in Cali. Um, so yeah, it's honestly like pretty much it. Like, how in depth do you want me to go? No, I got you. I I, I thought you was from Jersey because everyone in your in your uh, group is from Jersey. So yeah, literally. I, I thought y'all all native. So um, so you went to school for music? Yeah, I went to Five Towns College on Long Island. Okay. Which is like. Pretty much like they they have like a business program where you know you major in business you concentrate in audio production and stuff like that so yeah small school on long island but it's pretty good hey it turned out right because <laughs> look at where you at now so <laughs> so uh so you went to college how did you meet so i'm gonna i'm gonna fast forward how did you meet um your your group that you signed to now so uh in college um my buddy janai clark he, um, after school, he interned at Platinum Recording Studios in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Day Trip ended up having a session with Wiz Khalifa one day. And Wiz was kind of, um, I guess, running late or whatever happened. So uh, my buddy Ja and Day Trip started connecting, whatever. And now fast forward, like, three months later, they were like, yo, like, you're actually, like, fire at, like, making beats. You want to just come work for us? So Ja left there went to Daytrip Studio in Soho. And then uh, they just started like networking, like connecting, whatever. And then like maybe two months after that, I finished school and Ja was like, yo bro, come to the studio. Like, you know, just hang out, whatever. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is like fire. Like everyone, like there's a couple of rooms, everyone's producing fire shit, like whatever. And Ja's like, yo, like we need an engineer. So I was like, all right, you know what? Like I engineered at the time. So I was like, whatever. I fucking started engineering for them. And then eventually I just started producing on records with them and like just networking through being there, sleeping at the studio, like all this crazy shit. And they and then like eventually they just got me a deal with Universal. That's amazing. So, I remember meeting you and I walked in, I was like, oh, everyone's super chilling here. And from there we kind of like built a, a bond and we were like the normal guys whenever the A-listers would come in. I'd be like, oh, all right, I could talk to Roy because I know they're going to be on their uh, uh, Hollywood <laughs> shit over there. Oh, yeah. So how did you how did you per, uh, perfect your craft in mixing? Because you started mixing some of the craziest records at early stage in your career. No, um, honestly, I think it's really from working with a lot of like, honestly, I hate to say it, like just a lot of trash rappers. I got you. That, like it would, it would take so long to get someone to sound really fucking good where mm -hmm. like, I would have to pay attention to a lot of detail, fix their flows, like do shit. So then when you take that and do so much of that and then work with someone that's actually like good and talented, it's just so much easier. And then you get to like expand off of what they did not like try to fix things. Gotcha. Like, and, um, Honestly, a ton of YouTube, ton of YouTube, really. That's what I tell people. YouTube helps self-taught people because you obviously have an ear for music, but the actual going into like EQs and looking at the screens and all these yeah. frequencies and stuff, I feel like that comes with trial and error. 
Yeah, like, <clears throat> um, I remember in college, like, one of my professors, like, I'll never forget, he's, like, the dopest dude ever, like, hilarious, like, um, after, like, after school, I would go to his office and then show him, like, a record that I was, like, producing or mixing, whatever, and then he would just literally, like, critique it, he'd be like, this is fucking trash, that kid's <laughs> I'm like, yo, all right, but, like, honestly, from him doing that, like, honestly made me learn to, like, have a better trained ear and, like, things like that you know gotcha so would you would you recommend for up and coming um artists to invest in better mixing or better beats um hmm it's kind of a hard question because mm -hmm. there's people like xxs tentacion who had a fucking record that went oh, with no mix yeah you know what i mean the beat was like fire, you know, like it was just very distorted. They had like a USB microphone, like really did nothing. That shit was, I don't know if it was a billboard record, but I know that was everybody. Oh yeah, no, hundred dollars. That was billboard record. Um, So like that shit was crazy. And then you have like, it's kind of hard, but maybe like quality definitely helps for sure. Because if you're an R&B singer and you have a shitty mix, it doesn't matter how good the song is realistically, like. Yeah. If you're out of tune, if fucking your vocals are buried or like your vocals are too loud, can't hear the beat, you know, <laughs> I think by genre, it, that yeah. matters. I got you. Okay. So with that, like, do you take that into any of the projects you're working on now? Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, if I have pop records that I'm doing, um, I'll definitely make sure like the mix is like crystal clean, pristine, like as like high quality as it can get where like if it's a rapper sometimes you you don't want to have that sheen you kind gotcha. of want to be like a little bit more like on the duller side a little bit like i i remember um i was mixing a ton of pop shit like in late 2018 yeah and uh all of a sudden me and day trip produced a song for idk and they were yeah. like oh, can you mix it for me whatever i was like yeah no problem so uh i mix it and then the song comes out and it's not my mix and I hit him up and I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, I'm a fan of you. Like I produce on the song and like whatever, but did you listen to my mix? Uh, Cause I thought it was better. And he's like, yeah, you know, like the vocals were just too bright. And I was like, what are you talking about? They're fine. <laughs> but like, and I couldn't understand it at the time, but now like listening back, I understand what he was saying. Like gotcha. my, like the 808 was definitely hitting. Like I like the way like my kicks sound, but the vocals were a little bright for a rapper. Yeah. Okay. So that, that your ear from R and B transfer over to rap is it was co colliding and you had a yeah I got you. So yeah. you speaking of people you work with, so I know you you've probably you worked with the roster of people. But I think one of the most people I think I you get inspired me was working with uh, Nas X because you guys worked on his, his debut uh, project. How was that process? Yeah, honestly, it was really dope. Um, I knew nothing about him really at the time. I don't think any of us did. No mm -hmm. one really expected like Old Town Road to do what it did. Um, and uh, I just remember like um, when we first met him, he came to the studio and like I let him in. Day Trip was in a meeting or whatever. So they were like, yo, can you go get him? He's outside. And I see him with this like fucking cowboy hat on and like, <laughs> and, shit. and I'm like, yo, what's good? I'm Roy. Like, nice to meet you. He came to the studio, barely said a word to me. Like, ever and i just remember like sitting there vaping and he's like yo could you not vape in front of me i was like oh my god this guy's hollywood already like the fuck? <laughs> and then uh me and day trip and russ chell did that record rodeo 
mm-hmm. um, that was on the project. I remember this day specifically. And I was like a little tight, but not really at the same time. They were like, yo, like Nas was like, yo, can everyone just get out of the room? And I was like, damn, I'm on this song too. Like the fuck? Like, <laughs> but uh, that honestly, that record definitely like changed my life for sure. Like definitely brought me to like different places. And now like we're working on his like debut album. Um, which is so fire. It's been like pretty much since late, no, early April we started this thing. And so that, that, that COVID blessed y'all. Y'all were able to just lock in every day. Yeah, dude. That's yeah, yeah, it's so fire. And the thing about him is what I even noticed like two weeks ago, I was cutting um, a record with him and uh, Dens happened to like have a reference vocal mm-hmm. for like harmonies. So I'm, there's a ton of harmonies, like whatever. And I'm like, all right. And I was like, I would solo each one and I would like solo it, let him hear it. And then I would like be like, okay, like it's kind of, it's like a long phrase that he had to sing. And all of a sudden he's like, all right, I got it. I was like, are you sure? Like, listen to it one more time. And he's like, nah, bro. <laughs> and all of a sudden he, he kills it every time. And I thought this was going to be like an hour, two hour process, literally 15 minutes. He recorded the whole shit. And I was like, damn, like this kid's fucking super talented very high range like his lyrics are incredible he's very like personable in his music yeah listen to that project it, it shows his range like he had the country he had like extreme hip-hop if you wanted that bag and then he had his yeah. his uh his normal uh music that he's making you also i remember last year you, you had a song with kid cuddy that yeah. he did, did a snippet how was that process were y'all yeah. in the lab together or was that a send the files type vibe? Yeah. Um. So me and Day Trip ended up. That was one of the first beats I actually ever made with Day Trip, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like early 2018. I remember, and this is when I was still engineering for them. And David was just like, "Yo, hop on the keys," and I was like, "All right, cool." So we make this beat, and then like fast forward a year and a half later, I'm like sleeping on their fucking couch in Soho, and uh, David like wakes me up puts his laptop in and starts playing the beat and i'm like yo what the fuck and uh, <laughs> actually actually i can't i can't say much more actually oh i got you but, i got you well i almost just i almost just incriminated <laughs> myself no you're good you're good <laughs> I, I just i just i i, I saw long, that long, long story short we sent the beat yeah i got you no I'm not in person yeah wow you gotta erase a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll clip that part all good <laughs> yeah yeah well wow, i Fuck myself. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, so moving into stuff with you, we can talk about. Um, yeah. I know popular culture doesn't like this guy. I'm not a street guy. I'm a. I call myself a civilian. I, yeah. I think you're a civilian too. Um, what was it like working with uh, Six Nine on that project? Because I know oh. that was that was a group effort. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. Like, he's hilarious, bro. Yeah. Like, He's, he's a genuine, like, good dude, honestly. Like, like even though, like, he won't know someone that well, if he, like, knows his homies close with this person, like, he'll treat him like family type shit. Like, um, it's just, like, hilarious. Like, he'll, like, call you and just be like, yo, suck my dick, and then hang up the phone. Like, <laughs> like that. Um, but, yeah, though, I, I don't think, to me, I'll say this, I think the production that you guys put into that, stood out than the project. I think mm-hmm. that's why it did what it did. Because if it wasn't for the production, I think the project probably wouldn't have been successful at all. 
No, I appreciate that. Yeah, that shit. Honestly, it was just it was just fun, really. Just like trying shit. He doesn't really like think too hard about it. Like if you send him something, if he fucks with it, he'll hop on it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's honest with you. He'll be like, "No, nah, I don't like this. I like that," or like you know, give you references. So it's he's actually really easy to work with. That's what's up. Yeah. So, what's it What's it like in the music industry right now? Because I've spoken to a few people off air and like off, off you know, in private. But like, what's it like for you guys? Because I know it's probably crazy. Um, honestly, everything is just last minute. Like you just have to be like ready for anything. Like Beyonce. Yeah but standby essentially um a lot of like networking with people a lot of like people say there's a lot of bullshit there is definitely bullshit but honestly like if you let the bullshit get to you like you, it's all about having fun at the end of the day i got you like working with your homies or finding people that you click with and just create shit and like you never know like what could happen you know like mood um from Ian Dior and 24K Golden, like they were playing like a FIFA game, I'm pretty sure. They like stopped playing, made mood, went back to playing FIFA, like nothing happened, you know? And now it's fucking one of the biggest <laughs> songs ever. That's nuts. What, we had this segment on the show, um, it's a smile segment. What what was something that this year that happened that made you smile that you oh. like to share? Ooh, damn. Um, I actually, you know what, really the Cuddy snippet that when he put it, he was on Instagram live and I remember, um, my friends were like, yo, Cuddy's on live. He's like one of like the biggest Cuddy fans ever. And I was like looking at all my homies that like live with me and I'm just like, yo, imagine he plays this record all of a sudden I hear Roy baby. And I was like, oh, shit. shit." and then like after all my homies are like DMing me, sending me the live, taking videos, like people in my town were going crazy because like we grew up listening to Cuddy. Oh, yeah. So like that was just like definitely like top two for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, I I think that was that's probably life changing for anyone because growing up, I was telling my fiance today, like. Once you found out about Kid Cudi, you started listening to the old mixtapes, A Kid Named Cudi, yeah. um, 09 Freestyle, those days, like when he was like spitting and like hungry, I think that definitely changed how music is, it's just made. Cause if you think about it, everything sounded like that 808s and Heartbreak era. And I, I'm a Kanye stan, as you know, but I think yeah. he has so much to do with like shifting Kanye's sound to making it way more like melodic and like open about what's going on because he was making graduation music and then yeah his life changed and then we got 808s and I was like oh that's crazy. yeah hell yeah and the thing I fuck with Cudi is like I was never like a depressed child I was never oh, yeah. anything but like listening to him is like a totally different like different like perspective on like life and like how like he handles situations and like everything about him is like in the in like his mind and it's just like insane like how he could be like such like a dark person and his music sometimes will sound happy but it's really dark yeah <laughs> yeah i remember hearing the first parts i'm just like i hope he's good especially when i found out like his dad had passed i was like oh damn yeah. so so many songs that's like we're partying to are super depressing yeah <laughs> even like day and night yeah, day and night, I'm just like, oh, that's not about partying. That's literally about, like, yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't have to go too much. To that, but <laughs> have you had a, a chance to meet him since you've been out here? Nah, I haven't. Um, gotcha. I wish, though, soon. Hopefully. I know he announced um, 
part three of the oh i'm ready i'm super excited so hopefully you guys got to work on some of that hopefully i'm putting that positive affirmation out there what's what's something you would tell your 18 year old self Um, after working with all these big names being signed to universal all the good stuff honestly like just can like stop chasing like the bag really and just make fun music with your friends like I remember when I was younger, I would work with like someone that was trash for mm-hmm. more money than someone that couldn't afford it, but was fire. I got you. And like, I definitely missed out on like fire opportunities just from that alone or just like good relationships. But I feel like that's, that's something that made you to who you are now. Cause it's, in my past, I definitely wouldn't have taken photos of certain people, but I felt like they were more fire than someone that's like, yo, I'll pay you X percent more than this person to come shoot right. for my stuff that day. So I feel like that's, lessons that we got to learn <laughs> dude yeah but yeah um before we get out of here what, what's something you're looking forward to in the new year um honestly being able to just go out freely really um but not honestly just a i feel like this year has been like big on like my change in like as a human mm-hmm. as like a producer as a creative um Honestly, like, yeah, just really, like, since we've been locked in, just a ton of music that's just, like, on the hard drives that are just waiting to come out that I'm just, like, super excited about. And, like, I'm ready for it. I got you. So, the, uh, oh, yeah, Nas' song came out. Um, Holiday, oh. that was, bro, that video was nuts. Insane. Insane. Top five, for sure. I'm just, like, watching that, like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't want to know behind the scenes how they did it, but that that just looked insane. What what was it like uh, being in the studio when that was cut? Just the record itself, dude. Honestly, it was literally a party the whole time we were making it. <laughs> the whole time. Like like we would just listen to like the hook on loop forever and just be dancing. Like I know soon there's gonna be mad videos of like that session coming out and like and it was definitely like not one session. It was a couple sessions, but it was yeah. just. Like, Every time we were playing that record, it was a party, literally. <laughs> I can only imagine in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roy, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, tell the folks what you got working, like coming out, if you can share. <clears throat> um, Not sure when shit's dropping, but for sure, look out for this new Nas stuff. Um, gotcha. It's going to go crazy. Going to go crazy. Hey, sure. where, where can folks reach you? Um, Instagram, uh, Roy underscore Lenzo, same thing, pretty much on all platforms, Roy underscore Lenzo. Um, yeah, let's link. You got, you got a Spotify uh, playlist you want to shout out or anything? No, not actually. I don't. I'm, advi- I'm advising all producers and stuff because sometimes, you know, us behind the scenes, people we don't get the credit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Make sure you, you portfolio your stuff. Big facts. All right, bro. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, this will be out shortly. Thank you for everyone for listening and watching. Appreciate the support. Everyone have a blessed Thanksgiving. Hell yeah.